Welcome, local listeners. This is your host, Rob Kohansky of Local First Podcast. On today's show, I have a young millennial, Nate Soar, an incredible story coming right out of high school, jumping into the corporate world and just crushing it. Uh, this is one of the hardest young working men I've had the pleasure of meeting this year. I'm not going to ruin his entire story, so I'm, you just got to hang in tight here for just a minute and get the rest of the story. Hi, this is Rob Kohansky, your host of Local First Podcast, connecting local businesses to your community. New episodes drop every Thursday at 3 p.m. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app to make sure you do not miss an episode. I'd like to just take a moment to recognize our sponsor. Does your business software make less or more work for you? Think possibilities. Think exacta. Enjoy the show. Welcome, local listeners. It is sunny today in Milwaukee. It is, Mar- Nate, what is it, March 4th? March 4th. All right, awesome. So I didn't even get to introduce you yet. Like I said in the beginning of this intro, this is one of the hardest working young men in Milwaukee right now. If you don't believe me, you'll have to meet him and find out for yourself. What we're going to do on this particular episode is we're going to take Nate's journey since he's so young, just 19, and figure out where he was in the last year and where he is today and where he's going. So I'm excited about to share this story with you. I sat down with him once already for coffee, and he inspired me. So welcome, Nate. How are you doing today? Great. I appreciate that, man. Thanks. Doing good. Doing That's good. good. That's good. All right. So, you know, get it to I know it's this is kind of odd for me because typically I'm talking to people twice your age. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so when, so when I ask them, you know, what's your backstory, tell people who you are. They have like a 20 year, they got stories and all that. that. You know, I was like, you know, I got socks older than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard it. I got, I work with people who've been at the company as long as I've been alive. So it's, it's definitely interesting. So, you know? all right. So for the people that are listening and you, you, you shared this with me a few times, you know, you know, share your story about, you know, you know, kind of like your past and how you got to like right here and let's build on that. Sure. So I'll just, I'll just go back about what we said. It's March 4th. We'll go back 365 days. I was a senior in high school. I was depressed. I had really bad anxiety. I was underweight. I wasn't going to the gym, you know, kind of, kind of picture in your head, a skinny, scrawny high school senior. That was me. Um, I was an athlete um, throughout my high school career, so kind of my focus from early on was football. Um, but I always felt a little bit just different from everybody else. If if anybody out there can relate to that feeling of just just something in their head that's telling them, "Hey, I'm like there's something some special is with you." But um, we'll just go forward to about junior year. Um, something just switched in me. It was like a light switch got flipped on, and all of a sudden I was just hungry for success in whatever I was doing. And at that time, like I said, football was pretty much all that I really, that I did, all I really cared about. It was school, work out for football, go to football practice, come home, watch videos of football, go to bed. Like it was just a cycle. So we did that for, um, for my high school career. Uh, but unfortunately there was other plans for me. Um, junior year, I got mono the third game. So miss had to miss the rest of the season with wow. that. And then my senior year, first game was a starter on offense, defense, super hyped up, tore my labrum in the first half Ouch. of the first game. So it was my football didn't just didn't pan out for me. And I was, and that was kind of what spiraled me, I guess, downward was senior year. I was feeling really down on myself, 
really no motivation for anything. Um, but one thing I always did is I, ha- I always had a strong work ethic. Like I said, from junior year, something switched in me, whatever I was going to do, I was going to go all in for it. So at the, um, at that time, what I did was I wanted to get a job. Um, I had always worked um, since I was 15, um, started off at McDonald's and kind of just went from job to job, worked at the mall, worked in food again, just went back and forth. But now that I'm a, a senior, I got some more free time, um, only taking a couple classes so I can stretch my days out a little bit longer. So I decided, Hey, I'm going to go get a full, full-time job, like 40 hours a week, you know, the whole nine while still finishing high school. Um, long story short, made my way to the airport. Um, they were just about to kick off their valet programs. I mean, they started in December of 2018. So literally a week before the they officially launched it, I got hired on to the staff there. Um, and then from December of 2018 till, like I said, about March of 2019, I was just pretty much grinding, like going to school, leaving school early because I didn't have much of an interest in it. And um, I'd just I'd go to work at noon and would work till nine throughout the entire week. So that was kind of my life. I didn't really, didn't have a whole lot of friends. Um, definitely didn't have a girlfriend or anything like that. Like it was literally- she gave you mono. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny that you say that because at the time I was dating a girl, I was dating a girl when I got mono. So I'm like, man, this is her fault. That it is. I believe it didn't pan out. But, uh, did that. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, like I said, about March, I was just grinding all the way okay. through then. Um, so, so describe to me if that moment and like when you're, when you were feeling that depression and going through that spot, I mean, what describe what that moment was like and, and what did, what, what, what snapped you out of it or what triggered you to, you know, say, you know what, I'm done feeling down about this in myself and I'm going to do something about it. What did that feel like? Okay. Well, um, during the val, the beginning of the valet service was very, it was very slow. We would, we, there'd be two or three people standing around down there for an eight hour shift with maybe one customer, like one person we'd interact with in an eight hour shift. And that sounds good when you're in high school and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna get paid to go do nothing. But that gets boring fast, fast, like really fast. So everybody else, I mean, there was fairly high turnover. Nobody was really kind of getting it. And I just thought, Hey, if I'm going to be here from noon to nine every day, I might as well take advantage of all this basically free time that I have while I'm also getting paid. So it's not like I need to work on making money because I'm already making more money than I've ever made in my life. Um, but I have some some kind of space, some time to kind of follow what I feel like doing. So I just remember one day um, I was down in valet by myself. It was like probably two p.m. sitting in the truck, wait, no customers that day. I'm just like, man, you gotta you gotta do something. Like it was it was right about this time for anybody who's in who's in high school. Like you know, spring break time is when you start getting some pressure on you from the teachers, from your parents, from the, the administration. Like, hey, what are you gonna do? When you, when you graduate, do you have a plan? Are you going to college? Whatever it is. And that was right above the time when I'm like, I realized like, hey man, you can't just, you, you, you gotta have, you gotta figure something out. You can't just do nothing for the rest of your life. Like you gotta, and I, like I said, I always had that feeling of being different. So instead of suppressing that, like I always did, I just decided to own it. And I'm like, Hey, if you're going to do it, just, just go for it, man. You know, what I call that is the mirror doesn't lie. Right. So when you look in that mirror, it's you take full, you're taking full responsibility for everything that you're doing mm-hmm. instead of letting pointing fingers at other people or, you know, letting circumstances in your life control you. Right. Things that you can't control. 
and doing something about it. And that's what it sounds like that you were doing at that time. Yeah. I mean, it was really, it was a lot, there was a lot of external things that kind of, it was like what we were talking before is like one hit after another in some, some weeks or months. Like I was going through periods where it's like every like car would break down, girlfriend broke up with me failed the test in school. Then I'm late for work on my first day or like some, like, you know, just things just start sparring. I'm like, man, like I was doing the whole, oh, woe is me. Like the world sucks basically attitude. <laughs> I had kind of had that for a while. And I'm like, you, like, dude, I just realized like on YouTube all day, I'm searching, realizing like, Hey man, this is, can't be the attitude you have if you want to be successful. And I always like, I would pretty much faked it. <laughs> like I, I, I always acted like, oh, I'm in high school. I have a job. I'm making money. Oh, I'm all this and that. Okay. Well, you're not like, first of all, you're not making anything. Second of all, you haven't done anything and you're not even applying yourself. So just, you can have that story in your head, but it's not true, dude. So like, yeah, we looked in the mirror and it was like, dude, you got to fix your life, man. <laughs> this is not where you're supposed to go. So let's put you on the right track. Who's who, who during that time, you know, outside of you taking responsibility for yourself has, um, inspired you? Um, I would probably, it's not, it's going to sound kind of dumb, but I would say there was a lot of YouTubers that I would watch, okay. um, say one specifically Graham Stefan. Um, he's a financial YouTuber. He, he is the one who I can solely say, put me on the whole financial track. He made me completely rethink the way that money worked and the way that personal finance works and just everything about that, everything I'd ever known was wrong. So I was like, there was that interest of, Oh wait, this isn't like credit cards aren't a bad thing. Like that, like it was a kind of a curiosity, like, Oh, there's, th this isn't true. Um, but then there was like, um, like I was always a business guy, like Grant Cardone, um, just kind of like, Hey man, like I was like his story is, Hey, I was a drug addict throughout my teens and early twenties. But like one day something just clicked in me and I could like, like, I want people to relate to this. I could relate to that. Like, I just was like, yeah, man. Like I, I'm, I'm down. Like he's talking about that time when he was down, he was dark, he was beat. Like that was me. I was sitting there listening to that. And I'm like, he's literally talking about me right now. And I'm like, the only person who's going to change anything about this is you. It's like you. Yeah. you can't, so nobody's going to come in and your parents are going to come in. Oh, let's, we'll, we'll put you in this job. We'll get you in this school. Like, no, I did. That's not what it, that's not what it is, man. If you want something, you gotta, you gotta go do it. So nobody's going to hand it out to you. Nobody's going to give it to you. Um, and it's really a mindset thing. I think like <laughs> that's, you know, that's crazy. Cause you know, people are listening out there and still, I don't care if they're, that is a lesson that you learned at a very young age that a lot of adults out there are still trying to figure out. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen that just with, with the more people I've met. And I think like, that's kind of why I have the reason I'm on here. Like the earlier people can just realize like, Hey man, it's, it's, it's you who, or, or girl, I mean, Hey, whatever it's, it's you who can make the change and it's only you and nobody else will do it for and you. And did you surround me? You surround yourself with people online, which I call my virtual mentors. Like for me, when I, when I'm doing the podcast, you know, Tim Ferriss was one of my virtual mentors. Um, I look at, uh, John Lean Dumas is, is one of my virtual mentors, Joe Rogan and how he does his interviews, you know, and you have those people in your life. Were there anybody that you surrounded yourself in your inner circle or locally that I guess might've helped you out in a way? Honestly, to, to be a hundred percent transparent, no. Okay. Like, um, okay, I'll, I'll get into it. when I actually got in the position I am now. Um, I had the the EVP of my current company, Interflight, who kind of took notice of what I was the change I had made. Sure. And he he kind of noticed me. Hey, this this dude has more potential than okay. just the regular valet. So once I actually got to that point, it was kind of him being like, Hey, what are, what are your plans in life? What do what do you think about doing? Because I think you're really good at this. And then he kind of 
help me from there. But no, I'm through that, like through that four month, we'll just call it the form like December through March, man. No, I was just, it was, you know how it is in Wisconsin in the, that that time period, there's light for like six hours a day. Like there's (laughs) nothing is good. Nothing is good (laughs) in that time. That's why I started (laughs) off with the sun is shining. Yeah, but they don't know how nice it is. It's, we see some spring coming. There's no snow. It's just crazy. But like January and February, it's just, man, it seems, it seems like everything is, everything is bad. So I just was literally head down working and I knew that I, my mental state wasn't the best, but I knew that you were were taking action. Yes. You're taking action. And you brought up earlier something about personal finances and how you, you're passionate about that and passionate about sharing with others about that. Why is that? Well, it's because, I mean, I, like I said, I just graduated high school in 2019. So I'm fairly fresh out of the whole public school system. And I just remember, I mean, I maxed out, I'm, I can probably relate to a lot of people out there, but I've maxed out my, the high school business classes that my high school offered. Um, I took everything, investing in finance, entrepreneurship, business, like one-on-one, all that stuff. And I mean, like I got some, some good definitions of like what an interest rate meant, but I didn't really like, I didn't know how to actually apply any of that to my life. And like just around that time, I started watching some, some more people online and just kind of seeing like this, something just doesn't make sense here. Like the stuff I'm being told in school, as far as how to like, what to spend money on, how to save money, the way the credit system works, like all that stuff, student loans. It's just, I I feel like I'm being told the wrong thing. So then I just was like, I want to find out the right thing because I see people winning the game and like I would just thought if they can win the game, how like why can't I? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and I and I wanted it, and that guess it goes back to being hungry. Like I I just wanted that. Like P- I, credit cards are kind of a big thing for me because I remember going on this YouTube series with Ask Sebi. He's a credit card YouTuber, but he just goes into how you can get free trips, and uh, he goes through all these lounges and like just all the benefits of hey, if you start and the big thing is they say is start young with credit. Is the younger you start and the more you just play the system correctly. You could, in, when you're 30, you could have all of this. And I'm like, wow, that's, you're telling me I, I don't have to spend any extra money than I normally do. And I can sit in a lounge when I'm 28 years old in this nice Delta lounge. Like that sounds fine to me. Like I want to travel <laughs> anyways. So let's, let's get this show on the road. Like it's just kind of really looking at my future self and where I want to be and doing the work now. Cause shit's a lot easier to, to do now than it's going to be when I have more commitments and family and blah, blah, blah. But now I can just kind of wing it and just say, Hey man, whatever's there, I'll, I'll go for it. No doubt. I like that. And then what do you see yourself doing or going with that, that, that passion? Well, eventually, I mean, the older may not work for, for the older generations, but I know gen like millennials and gen Z, um, like I just said, they're, been wrongly informed about the way money works and the way how we should look at our finances. Um, and that's something that I really credit with, which was a lot of this change was me realizing, Hey man, first of all, I thought I was making a lot of money making a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. You're not, that's not, that's literally nothing, man. Like you need to look at how much life costs you. <laughs> like, like the, you can't, like, this isn't a lot of money. So stop blowing it on Yeezys. Like I right? really had yeah. to, I really had to like get some, like a slap in the face, almost like, Hey man, like listen up. And I kind of want to do like, be that person to somebody else. Like, man, stop digging yourself a hole. Like, yeah, it looks great right now. Like you're blowing all this money, but you're, you're not going to thank yourself when you're older and you could have, you could have been in this position. Um, and it's just really getting people to get excited about the potential, the younger they are. Cause with, with finance, it's like the younger you start, the more better off you will be like your, your you six year old self will love what you've done <laughs> if you, if you start younger. Start young. So, okay. Why not college? 
why college? <laughs> like yeah. well, I, I, I say that because I, I, the only reason I went to college at the time is like when I went, you know, kind of dated myself, you know, it was a big deal and it meant something mm -hmm. when you got a degree. And now I see it as it's not really so much. I didn't, I didn't want to go to college. The only, probably one of the only reasons that I did go was that I came out of the army and they paid it for me. See, there and that you go. was there was free. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's another thing right there. So I want to preface this by saying, if you have the opportunity to go to college completely for free, whether that's from the military, I have a buddy like that. Whether your parents are paying for it, I have a buddy like that. That's fine. Or your career, like if you were going to be a doctor, a lawyer, like these are things where you need. 10, 12 years of schooling, like there's no way around that. So you have to, you have to go through that, which is, is fine. I mean, do you, it'll, those careers are meant to pay you back in the long run. So that, that's a whole nother thing. But for the, for the average guy out there who's one, doesn't know what they want to do two wants to be in business or like, is just kind of seriously, like most 18 year olds probably are, Hey man, I'm still trying to figure this out. You can figure it out without spending $30,000 a year. Like you can figure it out other ways. Um, pick like, up a book. Yeah. Pick up a book, even go on, like it sounds, but just go on YouTube, man. Like look up, listen like, to a podcast. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen to local first podcast. He's got some, got some great stuff on here, but just it's seriously, it's like, there's all these free resources for the average Joe or I, cause I, I mean, I refer to myself that as a lot. Like they think of the guy who's sitting in his room watching YouTube videos. That was me. I was that guy who was felt like everybody else, but I really just wanted to, to, to make a change. Um, and and yeah. you, you guys are living in, 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 you know, you know, I'm getting dating myself is like when, when I had to find information out at the time, I had to go down to the library, find oh, it yeah. in a book, figure it out, read it. Well, that book, not right. Then figure out another book. You have this phone. I have my iPhone 11 in my hands. Everybody's got the, the world in their hands yep. for whatever information that you want. You just choose to find the right information. Yeah. And I mean, we, 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 it's funny all the time we joke about it. I'll be sitting there with my friends. We'll be asking each other, oh, what, what do you think? We'll be asking a question. It's like, dude, we have supercomputers in our hands. Like, just, <laughs> just, 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 just look it up. Like you can literally find almost basically anything, anything you, you want to know now just by, just by Googling it. Like I almost consider myself lucky that I didn't have to go to the library and spend hours and hours going through all that just because simply that's something I didn't have to do. I grew up in an era of the technology being prominent, which is, which I really think we take for granted nowadays. I do too. Yeah. I mean, it's out there and it's like, there's no excuse for anybody not to go out there and follow their passion on a part-time basis. Um, I heard this, I think from Gary V is that during the day is when you, you, you pay your bills uh, from five or I think it's from, I think he said seven to 10 at night or seven to one in the morning. That's when you build your dreams. Yep. Yep. I mean, you got to do more than just, you got to do more than just the nine to five yeah. at the end of the day. If you want to, if you want to really be successful, it's, it's, you have that thing that pays the bills. You have that thing that takes that stress of just basic life off of you. Like, will I have electricity this month? Will I have food to go home? Like the, you have to have something that takes away that stress. But at the end of the day, there's got to be something more to that too. You got to have, you got to look bigger than that. And you have to really go within yourself to figure out, hey, I'm doing, I'm working this job right now, but I really think I'm meant for for something more. And then it's kind of honing in on that and working backwards in a way. At least I, I that's what I say is figure out your goal and then work backwards in the steps that you need to get there. Because a lot of the time it'll be easier to say, okay, 
I'm, I want to, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 28. Okay. Well, there's a number and you have an age set. So now it's work in reverse. Okay. You have to start the average millionaire has seven streams of income. Okay. Right now you have one job. So the second <laughs> you know, let's start somewhere. And the second step is getting another stream of income. Like you have to start somewhere. Right. Yeah. So, and that's really the big and, thing and, is and I would say this too, is don't worry about failing. You're going to oh fail over oh and over again. Just learn from those failures. Those are opportunities to learn. Pick yourself back up, dust yourself off, and get back at the grind. Yeah. I mean, when I was first starting in, in my in my currents, I didn't really get into it. I'm currently right now, I do the sales and, and marketing stuff for, for interflight parking. Um, when I was first starting out, I remember my first day I came in, had my had my MacBook, had nothing else, and I was ready, like, okay, let's let's see what I'm gonna like learn or, or figure out. And I come in there, my boss is like, All right, well, this is gonna be your desk. And all right, I got to go to a meeting. See you later. And he just, and he leaves. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like I, that was like, your trade. Yeah. That was my, that was my here's first day. Desk, I'm go. like, here's your desk. Okay. I got to go. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> um, okay. So I was kind of, it was really just, okay, man. Like, like I said, like I've always, but I wasn't scared. I was like, like I've always done, go to Google, go to, go to these free resources that you have and figure it out, man. Like that's really, really what you got to do. Trial and error. And you said, why college college punishes you for failing. I mean, at the end of the day, if if you can't perform at 100 percent for that for that specific test on that specific day, they're not going to help you. They're not going to accommodate for you. It's just it's just kind of set up backwards. They're almost they're almost saying, hey, failure. If you fail, it's it's like the end of the world type deal. It's the it's the worst thing that could happen to you, which is, I think, far from the truth. You can't you yeah. can't succeed without failing or you won't know what success is. <laughs> so how are you going to how are you going to really appreciate success if you haven't failed before? I love that. I love that. So. We, you work for, where, where, are you, where are you at right now? I'm at Milwaukee County Airport. So Interfl what do you do over there? Interflight Parking is the company that manages all the on-site parking. So that's the structure, the hourly parking, the super saver lots, um, anything that's on Milwaukee County Airport property, we basically manage that. Okay, nice. Um, and like I said, we started in December of 2018, we started the valet service, MKE Valet, um, basically geared towards busy business travelers, um, anybody who's just trying to take the whole stress out of the airport. And, uh, and won't you tell me that you, you can get your car detailed too? Yeah, we were unfortunately at this time we have suspended the program indefinitely due to some conflicts uh, with the airport, but we do too soon. we do want to get it back going because like I said, there's that's a that's huge just that's a thing. huge bonus. Oh my god, if you can the guys who are they're already dropping their cough, we have it ready for them and everything. If we can clean it for them too, oh my god. Oh god, I just when I go down to Chicago to fly over over to Mexico, I always do that. Mm. Drop it off, have them gas it up, detail it. On the way back, I'm like, on the way back, you're thinking, "Oh my god, I left my car in a right. better spot than I than I than I dropped it off." I got to right. give a clean car. Clean car. It was yeah. in a heated garage. Yeah, and that's a big thing. We just said Wisconsin winters are freezing, man. We start your car up and have it ready for you when you come out of the terminal. So you're getting in a, in a warm vehicle instead of a freezing leather <laughs> seats and all that stuff. Okay, here's a loaded. Where do you see yourself in five years? <sighs> I mean, if I've learned anything from the past year, it's to not predict so far in the future. Um, like I said, 365 days ago, if you said, where would you be in a year? I would have said uh, either in Las Vegas or Boulder, Colorado, because those were the two colleges I got into. And I didn't really have any other options like that. <laughs> I had gotten into two schools, didn't know what else to do. So I was like, OK, I guess this is where I'll end up. And I remember March 28th. I told myself, I took a picture on my Snapchat and saved it and said, see where you are in a year. And I was at the gym and that was when I just marched, March, I just started to go back to the gym. I'm like, okay, 
I'm challenging myself for, from take a picture, say, see where you are in a year. And one year later, figure out where you're at. Now I thought then I was going to be in Boulder, Colorado <laughs> going to school <laughs> or whatever I was doing. But I just saw that the other day. I'm like, that's coming up. I'm like, man, did I not expect this at <laughs> all? You know, and that's, that's crazy. You say that. Cause uh, if you would have asked me where I was going to be that same question three years ago, I would have never said I'd be sitting here interviewing you. Yeah. I mean, it's, this, this was never in my plans. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 I saw an opportunity and I jumped at it. And that's really it. It's, it's, it's everybody. I mean, everybody gets dealt a different hand at the end of the day. Everybody has things that make them better. Everything has things that make them worse. But whatever hand you get dealt, that's the hand. That's the hand you get dealt with, man. You gotta, you gotta roll with it. You gotta play, play the, play it the best you can. And whenever an opportunity comes up, because everybody's gonna get an opportunity at some point. It's yeah. just identifying it, realizing, hey. This could expand my career, my business, my relation, whatever it is. You see it, you have to recognize it, and then it's actually taking action. Taking action. And to finding your passion and what yeah. you're doing. You know, it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, I, I look back at, you know, my childhood, and one of the things I always wanted to do is I wanted to be uh, in real estate, mm. not as a realtor, but as an investor. Yeah. And I've been doing it for the last 10 years. So that's been key to that. And I don't know how, if you would have met me as a kid, I, I was the shyest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's now. Funny. <laughs> when you say, you look at you, you sitting here laughing at me. It well, I mean, it's, just, it's just funny because I, like, I, I don't know if anybody else would have said that about me, but if you asked me like in high school, I was the kid who sat in the back of the class, had headphones in, didn't talk to anybody unnecessarily. Like I just wanted to just kind of go do my thing, stick to myself go to work. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you got to grow as a person. I mean, you realize that you can't, you can't just stick to yourself and expect to get things done. I mean, one, it takes more than you to do things. And two, I mean, you're only as good as your network. You got to, yeah, there you go. You got to get your name out there. got to put yourself out there, man. So, so this, this next segment is going to be rapid fire questions. And before we get into it, before we get into it, how do people connect with you so you can carry on the conversation with them online? All right, LinkedIn, um, I'm on there most frequently. I post there pretty much daily, try to upload multiple videos a week on personal finance, as well as just things about sales and motivation, mindset in general. You can find me, Nate Soror, on LinkedIn. Um, Otherwise, look up MKE Valet. You should see myself there as well. And then the website is mkevalet.com. That's www.mkevalet.com. Sounds awesome. So, all right. So, uh, before we get into the rapid fire questions and have some fun and close this episode out, uh, you get to ask me one question and I will do my best. You can ask me anything you want to, and then uh, I'll do my best to answer it. All right. Your senior year in high school, where did you see, not where did you see, where was your life headed? Wow. <laughs> and, and maybe you might not want to look back that long. No, <laughs> you know, it was, I was, I was, I would say I was bred to be, um, a tradesperson. Okay. So I was already a machinist. I was already went through three years of technical school. So I was trained to do that and I was good at it. But on the outside of that, I was on the streets tearing it up. Yeah. And I was not a good person at that time. Um, i Made a lot of money mm. straight out of high school because I was a machinist, did my apprenticeship, did all the things, but the, the nights and weekends, it was... Uh, Starts to add up, man. It, I was, mean. it was just a wild child. I was out there, you know, tearing stuff up. That's why after about a year and a half, two years, um, like you, I, I saw myself and I needed to make a change. 
and I stopped everything and I went into the army. Yeah, and that changed my life because um, I, I if I I told this maybe shared this story once or twice on 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 the air is that um, it was the same old cliche I was going to end up in jail or dead at the time, and my recruiter Sergeant Sultan at the time gave me a call and he says, uh, we have to go for a ride. And I'm like, what's going on? I had four warrants out for my arrest and he cleared my name so I could get into the army. Wow. Fast forward two and a half years, uh, we were in Grafenwehr, Germany, and I was doing some uh, uh, primary leadership development training to become a sergeant in two and a half years after being in the army because I put my went down there and took action. And went in there and I saw across the, the the field where we're training, and there he was standing. He looked over and just, his jaw dropped to the ground. Yeah. He probably was like, man, I did I, not. Yeah, I didn't expect it either. But yeah. because of someone, because of one, I, I, I knew I had to do something different. And two, someone believed that or took, helped me out and saw something in me to help me get into the Army. That's awesome, man. I, I mean, that. that, that's where it takes. It's that one. I had that person for me. You had that person for you. Somebody, there will be, it goes back to an opportunity. There will be an opportunity for yeah. you to get out of the mud. You just have to actually take it and take it, take action. Go do you, something you, may, with, yeah. you may not get a second chance, man. Like you could, I was thinking about this yesterday. You can always have that, that shitty life. You could all, you could that's always, easy. that's easy. And, and Having you, a shitty you, life you, is easy. Yeah. You just have to not do anything. You just have to not try. Go, yep. go get a, a 30 hour a week job, making 10 bucks an hour. And it's easy. Easy. But that's now like you can't always have a successful life. You only get so many opportunities at that. Um, and that's something that really just I was like, man, you got to like think about this, burn this in your brain because you got You got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. It was always kind of finger in it, dabbing in it, doing a little bit of trying it, quitting, trying it, quit. No, all in. Like all that, in. That's what we're doing from here. Sweet, on sweet. Out. All right. So let's go have some fun with this. And let's see here. Say a word in Spanish. Hola. I didn't take Spanish. Oh, I didn't take Spanish in high school. I took German. You took German. Okay. Two years of German. All right. Say some words in German. Say I want a beer in German. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it was my first two years of high school. I'm beer. I, I, I'm beer beta. I'm beer beta. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was stationed in Germany for four. That's all I, I know. <laughs> I remember I remember the one word I could say when I finished my second year of German was vegetable pants. And I actually don't remember how to say it now. Vegetable but, pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody look it up and look up on vegetable pants oh in German. God. It's the funniest word, but. <laughs> vegetable. To, okay. Is double dipping at a party acceptable? Not at a party. Um, I mean, if you're at a restaurant and you got some salsa and some chips, maybe, but not at a not at a public event, man. Come on, that'd <laughs> <laughs> be better than that. All right, how many pull-ups can you do in a row? Um, well, actually, if you're funny, again, ask me a year ago. I could do zero. I've been doing pull-ups every single day for the past six months, so I would say fifteen, seventeen, sweet, maybe. Sweet. There you go. There you go. Oh, uh, let's see here. I'm looking here. Here's one for you. Are women complicated? Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ready. I've heard you ask this question before and people are like, ah, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. yes um, right. But I'll go back on it and say men are also complicated. Oh, you know, doubt. But women have this. They they talk in circles. They got some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love, we'll catch something for that, but whatever. Uh, love my girlfriend, love my mom. There we go. There you go. There you go. Um, let's see here. Oh, was it, are you politically correct? No. No, good for you. I'll say, well, I'll say what I feel. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. No doubt. I like it. I like it. And we'll, we'll do this one today because this was the question of the day was answered earlier today. Are rats cute? 
are rats cute? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I don't think so. <laughs> if we're talking like not talking about the little rats that run around. Oh, the like house, at the mammals? Like, yeah. oh no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've never. I never had too many close encounters with them. Um, All right. But, so, yeah. so this is this is like an historic day. This is the first day on Look First podcast that I'm interviewing two millennials, and they both don't like rats. <laughs> That's very specific criteria, right. um, but, <laughs> but and it'll I'm, probably never happen again. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people will say that they they do like rats. Uh, there's some out there. Really? What about you? Do you like rats? No. Okay. I know. <laughs> I feel better about they're my answer. A pain in the ass. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Hey, Nate, I appreciate you being on Local First Podcast and learning more about your story and sharing about everything that you're going through. Make sure you connect with Nate online on LinkedIn and, you know, talk with him. If you've gone through some of the issues or some of the things that he's talked about, you know, reach out to Nate. If you don't reach out to Nate, reach out to somebody. Find something, get some answers, whether it's online, on YouTube, a podcast, or someone in your life to get get out of that and do something and take action. Um, thanks so much, Nate. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. And always, you know, if you have any comments, uh, anything online, uh, make sure you reach out to me on Local First Podcast on just about any platform I'm out there. Listen to on your favorite app. Also, if you like what you heard today, share it with one of your best friends. Take care. Thanks. Thanks, Rob. <laughs>